Ladies and gentlemen, imagine if I told you that you have the keys, you have the secrets to a successful life. Imagine if I told you you have the capability, the intellectual capacity, and the ease of access to the secrets that make this life worth living to put you on a path to success, both now and in the everlasting life to come. Good morning, Christian America. Why do I come to you like this this morning? Because it's Monday and I feel invigorated by the power of God, the Holy Spirit maybe, whatever it is, he has impacted my life and I'm trying to bring it to you this Monday morning. But friends, I would tell you there are bookshelves across this entire world. There are, similar to the one behind me actually, there are libraries dedicated to knowledge and ideas and success. People love to fill your social media feeds with inspirational, motivational speakers and uh, how to help yourself and self-help books and manuals and tips and techniques and life hacks to make your world a better place, make your life more successful, whatever that means in their eyes, not necessarily in your eyes. My friends, I'm here to tell you that all of those people, all of those things can't hold a torch to the Word of God. The Word of God provides all the answers that we need. Imagine having all the answers that you need. What would you do with such power? What would you do with such knowledge? What would you do with such wisdom? Let's talk about what we should be doing this Monday as we get our week started off right. So let's get right down to it. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here, as always, representing the Christian American revitalization effort. That's a change. If you missed it last week, we are now the Christian American revitalization effort. All the documents have been signed. We have a new organization, an overarching umbrella organization, the Christian American revitalization effort. That's C-A-R-E, CARE for short. What does that mean for you? What does that mean for us? What does it mean for the community? Well, the Christian American revitalization effort is the hierarchy. It sits atop of everything that is and will be the Christian American movement. Part of that is this podcast, the Good Morning Christian America podcast, which comes to you every Monday and Friday to bring you a little bit of inspiration, education, and uh, information on how to live a good Christian life, how, to, how we can live together and we can spread God's message and we can reveal what he has revealed to us through his word, through scripture. Part of that is also the Christian American community and all the social media platforms. That is our content outlet in which we provide you guys with news articles and, 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 and pictures and verse, scripture verses and all types of different posts to get you hopefully thinking about what it is that you're doing in your life and how you could be living a more Christocentric life, how we collectively could be living a more Christ-centered life. Along with that, Underneath this Christian American revitalization effort umbrella is also the newly minted EVG Solutions, which we're using as a, as a financial education arm, a part of the Christian American revitalization effort. What does that mean? That means that you know, we've identified a shortfall in the Christian American community. We've identified a shortfall across our nation, specifically in the area of financial education people just aren't being told they aren't being taught they aren't being educated in the fields of finances 
and what it's that led to. It's led to what I think we can all see what's happened lately in uh, here in 2020 with the with, with the pandemic that shut down so many stores that uh, hinders so many uh, people's employment and places of employment. Um, income levels are drying up. Uh, government stimulus uh, may not be reaching you, uh, and if it has, maybe it's dried up too. There are a lot of various circumstances that have taken place where people are financially not in the best situation. So what we want to do with the EVG solutions arm of the Christian American revitalization effort is provide you with information. So if you if you haven't checked us out, check us out on the Facebook page, EVG solutions Facebook page, or go to evgsolutions.org. evgsolutions.org is where we uh, where, where you can book free consultation for uh, financial education. And it's coming from somebody you can trust, somebody who's got Christ at the center of and the forefront of their mind. And, and that is that is close and close to home for us. So that's what the idea of the Christian American revitalization effort is. Amongst that will we'll later become the nonprofit work. So we are also working on nonprofit work. The ChristianAmericanTees.com website and the Christian American uh, t-shirt company is still a part of the Christian American revitalization effort. So all of these things now are encompassed um, under the Christian American revitalization effort. So to learn more and to be involved more, to to, to uh, just, if anything's piqued your interest in that, continue to follow us, like us, share us on all the social media platforms, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, go to evgsolutions.org and check us out there and book a consultation. We can, we can set up something of a financial education seminar for you. We want to help people. That's what we should be doing. We as Christian Americans should be helping people, people, everyday people, just like us, who don't have access or maybe who don't have the financial funds to, uh, to, to have access to the upper level elite of this country and this in our societies, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But when we work together, average people work together and we're not trying to win over on one another. If we're trying to be good to one another, we're trying to be good stewards, be good brothers and sisters in Christ. That builds a community of trust, that builds a nation, that builds a society. My ladies and gentlemen, it builds a culture, which is what we're talking about today. Is that what if you have the ideas? What if you have the knowledge? What if you've been given the tools to live a quote unquote successful life? Your social media feed is full of people who, who pretend and who report that they know how to live a quote unquote successful life. But chances are, if you dig in a little bit deeper, one of two things is what you'll come, come to uh, conclude, I think. Either one, their idea of success is not your idea of, of success. Their idea of success has to deal with worldly things, earthly things. Things like money and cars and prestige and look at the, look at what I've got and there's um, you know an Instagram page with pictures by a rented automobile or you know look at the house that I bought or look at you know where we took vacation etc 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 that is not the type of success that we're talking about when we when we're talking about a successful life not a not a Christocentric successful life the other thing that you'll realize or, or that you probably come to realize if it's not in that category. If it's not people trying to get you on board with worldly successes, with worldly temptations, and they're trying to move you towards something more tangible, something more real, something 
uh, more reasoned or enlightened, as they would as they would put it, in the social responsibility space, especially. Well, essentially, what you tend to have uh, happen is that people come to you with biblical principles that they refuse to give credit to the Bible. I'll say that again. They come to you with biblical principles. How many of these motivational guys that come out on TV or on social media or write books and pamphlets on how to, you know, hustle hard, grind all day, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they say things like hard work, uh, keeping your eyes on the prize, delayed gratification, uh, being a servant leader, working for your people. All of these things are biblical ideas, ladies and gentlemen. They're biblical ideas. They come from scripture themselves. That's why they stand the test of time. That's why they ring true, even to people who don't believe in Christ, even people who don't believe that there is a God. When they hear these things of how to be successful in life, they ring true because they are principles in which God has given us. They are principles in scripture. They are they are part of God's revelation to us. And they're simple things. Not everything's so complicated. This world, although it is complicated, not everything in it is complicated. And there are simple things that you can do to enhance your life that can that can better your outcomes and better the chances that you have to be quote unquote successful in whatever it is you do. And they don't have to be worldly. They can be, they can be Christ centered. They can be Christ focused, but you have to follow the ideas of Christ. You have to, you have to listen. You have to read, you have to study, you have to understand. And I said five things right there. They're essentially the same thing, which is read and comprehend. So read scripture, ladies and gentlemen, this scripture has the keys to a successful life and all types of success within this life. Sure, your successes might hinder or be, be uh, relying on financial success if that's what it is, but you can achieve that and you can't achieve uh, success in your family. You can't su uh, achieve success in your marriage. You can't achieve success with your friendships and your interpersonal relationships without being tied to Christ, without listening to the tools that Christ has given us, without treating your brother as a brother, without treating your sister as a sister, as a sister or a brother in Christ. God has made us all. We in this community, I know we know this. I know we know this because we go over this. The reason you are a believer of Christ, one of the reasons you, you, you do follow this website, this podcast, um, and our content is because you understand that we are all made in the image of God. And in order to, to truly live that out, it's not enough to just know it. You have to live that out. That means when we interact with one another, we have to be cognizant that God made this person. God made this person just like he's made us. And when we interact with them, we look at them in the eyes and we give them dignity. We give them respect. We demand that respect back to us because we are on equal playing fields, regardless of where we come from, regardless of how much money we have, regardless of who's got a family, who's married, or uh, who's got more money and who doesn't. We are all made in the image of God, ladies and gentlemen, and that's one of the principles that you need in order to succeed in this world. Another principle of success in this world is work. If you look at Genesis, Genesis chapter 2, I just talked about being made in God's image. That's Genesis chapter one. If you look at Genesis chapter two, the reason God made 
man to begin with was to do two things. There are two verbs in Genesis dealing with man's creation that God mentions specifically. One of them is to work the garden and the other one is to take care. That's what he says. God has provided in scripture that he made man to work and care for the garden. Various translations may or may not use those two verbs. Some of them uh, says uh, say that, that they made God to till the land and care for it. Same till is a synonym for work. So we have to work. Scripture also says that faith without works is dead. We should be striving in our in our lives to do works, to better ourselves, to seek the potential that God has given us. He's provided us gifts, and that and these gifts are supposed to lead us in a direction. Direction that we lead, or we should be traveling on, are dependent on what we do with these gifts. If you could take these gifts and you bury them, as we talked about a few a few weeks ago with the parable of the talents, if you bury it, God is in that parable. Jesus specifically says that that lazy servant will be cast out into the darkness, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Let that not be you. That's a biblical principle to success in anything that you do. That's God telling you that no matter what it is that you want, you're going to have to work. And I don't mean the material stuff. If you want a good marriage, you're going to have to work at it. If you if you want to be a good father, if you want to be a good mother, if you want to be a good family member, if you want to be a good boss, if you want to be a good neighbor, if you want to be a good pastor, if you want to be a good minister, you insert that. Don't just assume that I'm talking about money or something like that because I'm not. Let other pastors deal with stuff like that. You insert what's successful. What God te- what God says, what scripture says, is that one of the keys, or one of the reasons, primary intentions that he's made you, that he's made me, is to work for the stuff that he wants you to work on. He wanted Adam to work on the garden. He wants you to work on towards something else. What something else, you might ask? You gotta look at the gifts you've been given. The gifts you've been given will give you an idea of of the work he has intended for you. Matter of fact, the ideas that he gives you are also intended for the work that he has to, that he has set aside for you in advance. Ephesians 2:10 says that. He's laid out work in advance for you, for me, for us all. That's how we achieve our successes. My point to this entire podcast this morning, ladies and gentlemen, is that there's these are just two little examples, two small small examples that you can use to better your life, to increase the benefits of your life, to take advantage of all the blessings that God has given you, no matter where you are, no matter where you sit, no matter where you hang your hat at night. God has provided you the ability, the mental ability, the emotionally emotional ability, the psychological ability, the physical ability, if you can read, you can read scripture. If you can listen, you can listen to scripture. Does that make sense? We have to get we have to get this knowledge out. Stop listening to people who aren't educated in the word of God. And even when you find people who are educated in the word word of God, you still need to pick it up and read it for yourself. Why? 
because that way you can know firsthand what it says. You can come back and listen to podcasts and watch podcasts like these videos like that, that, I, that you're watching right now. And you can then try to troubleshoot exactly what's being said. You can troubleshoot what your pastor is saying. You can troubleshoot what somebody else is saying about how to live a life with dignity and honor and respect. If we can do that together, if we can do that as a Christian American community, if we can help one another to our left and to our right and the people that both believe and that don't believe, if we can speak out loudly and boldly and stand and profess our faith in the full armor of God against all enemies, no matter who they are, even within our own homes, if we can do that, imagine what we could do together. Imagine what a great place this country would be. Imagine what we could make this world with the power of God and the spirit within us and the knowledge of scripture that we have in our heads that we can then voice and speak into the world, that we can speak into existence. There is no limit to the goodness that we can create as human beings. And how do I know that? Again, there's, there are no ideas that are mine, mine alone. The reason I know that when we come together, that we can do anything is because God himself says that. When he, when he stands on the mountain and he's overlooking the town of Babel and he's seeing that the, the humans that, that are down there that he told to go out into the world are not going out into the world, that they're building a tower that they say is gonna reach the heavens, that they're trying to rival God. The Lord himself says it in, in Genesis. When the people work together, there is no limit to what they can accomplish. Now, in that case, there was no limit to the evil that they could accomplish by disobeying God and trying to rival him. But in our situation, if we work together on behalf of him, there is no limit to the good that we can provide each other. There is no limit to the good that we can bring into this world. We can do that by keeping our eyes on Christ, that we can do that by seeking the kingdom first, we can do that by getting into scripture and starting to read and understand and listen to what God is telling us. What has he been telling us since the beginning of time that he wants us to do? Ladies and gentlemen, this Monday, I need you to get out into the world. And I need you to work hard because he tells you to. He's designed us to get out there. And if you, and if you, if you don't have a, a work, a, a traditional work to go to, that doesn't mean you just lay around all day. That means you go find some good works to get into. You go find some place to volunteer. You go find someone who needs their grass cut or their deck built or their fence mended. Whatever it is, you go find the work that God has intended for you. That is how you live a good and productive life by seeking the kingdom and then working your way towards it. All with the faith of Jesus Christ. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, we want you to have a blessed Monday morning. We want you to have a blessed week going forward. We want you to have a blessed life that you uh, have for yourself and, and for your families and for your friends and for your classmates and for your workplace colleagues and for, for your employers and your employees and everybody that you meet and around, that your neighbors, your community, anyone, your church congregation, your church organizations. We want them all to be blessed. We want them all to be blessed with the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And we can start by both living it and then speaking it into the world. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you on Friday. Uh, same time, same place, same channel. Good morning. 
Christian America podcast comes to you every Monday and Friday. We come to you every Monday and Friday at 8 Eastern. And then we have all the videos are online at the at our YouTube channel, the Good Morning Christian American YouTube channel. So continue to like us, share us, follow us, you know, and, and, and comment, engage on our content on all the social media platforms. You can continue to go to ChristianAmericanTees.com, pick yourself up, Christian American Apparel. The pandemic crisis has been has, uh, drastically uh, hindered our production, but we are slowly ramping back up. So go to ChristianAmericanTees.com, get your orders in now. That way, when you start getting out to the world, that you can profess without saying a word that you put Christ first in your life and that you love this country. Go to evgsolutions.org. Get book a free consultation. We would love to sit down and give you some education on how to make money work for you. Again, this is about you. It's not about us. Everything, it, it, everything that we do, we try to keep Christ at the forefront of our minds. We try to seek the kingdom, and whatever else comes, you know, let it come. But what we're trying to do is we're trying to be good stewards of the life that God has given us. And we ask you that you try to do the same. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, have a blessed Monday and blessed rest of the week. We will see you on Friday. Good morning, Christian America.